Hello, my friends, Katie Day with the Moving to Texas team here with another episode of the Real Advice Podcast. Really excited today. We are doing a bunch of podcasts in person, which is always fun, here with our good friend, Hard Gertis. <laughs> Phil Gertis. Was soccer. Soft Phil, Hard Phil. Gertis. Yeah, that's Hard Gertis. Um, I'm sorry, that's a very awkward inside joke, but Phil Gertis <laughs> from Maryland. How you doing, man? I'm doing great, thank you. Thanks for having me on, guys. I'm, I've been super happy to spend time with you this week. It's been great getting to know you. You know, we've, we've known each other and kind of seen each other in passing for a yeah. while, so it's been really cool to spend time. Um, and yeah, so for people that don't know you, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, so, Phil Gertis, I am uh, out of Maryland. My office is actually in Annapolis, Maryland. Um, I have been in real estate now closing my fifth year. I've had a team, this is my second year, and uh, we're killing it, we're having fun, we love it. And our goal is to just really build a very, very large boutique feel brokerage. Sounds like an oxymoron though, yeah. a large boutique. Like, yeah. what, what does that mean? So we have three core values, um, empathy, uh, true empathy, like you can't fake it, right? Mm. Authenticity and vulnerability. And I think the last one, vulnerability, is what keeps us being able to be large, but boutique. Because to me, that boutique brokerage, you feel it. You feel it the second you walk in or even drive by the office. You can just, it's something. But it's more than just what it looks like. You have to actually show that every single day with your clients and then with your team and everyone, right? So so let's talk a little bit about your, your team. Like how do you essentially take those core values and impart them into a team or actually go look for that? Yeah. Those, those, fundamental, those fundamentals in a team member's Yeah. <laughs> so the fun and fundamentals the in a team The fun members. and fundamentals. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I am a mindset person. I always have been. Like, that's really my thing. And one of the things, like, when we are bringing agents on, we don't even look to, or any staff members for that matter, we're not so much looking for experience. We're looking for culture fit. Yeah. And yes. so our questions are so different, nice. right? Like, I don't care how much you've done in the past year. I don't care how long you've been a real estate agent. That's all great. I care about when you come into our space, will you truly fit? Yeah. Will, will yeah. you match this culture or aim to match this culture? And then once you do that, will you aim to make it better? Because all of us are different. Yeah. So now how do we take your best qualities and make it our team's best qualities? I think that's such a huge takeaway is the culture. And I think yeah. that a lot of people get caught up in the production and get caught up in the accolades and the awards and all these things. And they're not focused in on the culture. And like, you know, you could be two agents or 20 or 200. And if the culture's there, like, you know, it just, that's it's it. so much more powerful. Yeah. So much more powerful. Exactly. I agree. So, um, I know you're a mindset guy and I know we've talked about that a little bit before. Um, I kind of want to talk about like, so what did you do before real estate? Well, <laughs> yeah, how far back do you want yeah, me to go? Right. Like, when I was 16, I, no, like, yeah. I mean, so, cause I mean, you are like, I think that your personality is a very like relentless personality. You're very yeah. regimented, like, you know, how'd that, yeah, come how'd be? that come about? Yeah. Uh, so I've worked, I started my first company when I was 17. I started an online advertising business. Um, I didn't know how to build, well, when I was 17, you didn't have Squarespace. <laughs> so yeah. if you wanted to build a website, you needed to know how to code. I knew nothing about coding, so I taught myself to code. Because the thing about me has always been, when I have an interest in something, I am going all in, and I don't need anybody to be accountable to or anything else. I truly believe in if I tell myself, that's enough, yeah. right? So now do it, honor what you say to yourself. So I started my first company at 17, um, and it was, again, it's an online advertising company. I built this site, and then I'm like, wow, so now I need clients. So 17-year-old <laughs> yeah. kid 
going business to business trying to convince these adults, right, that they should advertise on my site. Meanwhile, I know nothing about SEO. I know no I'm just like, I got a pretty site. It looks cool. Yeah, People will yeah. go. So that lasted for a very long, short time. And then, um, <laughs> and then since then, honestly, I've, I've worked one year as, you know, in my adult life for someone in a traditional job. Mm. So everything I've done has been, if you want to eat, you got to kill it, right? Yeah. And, and yes. that's like, that's both a metaphor, but it's also true life, right? If I want to eat, I need to kill it. I need to kill everything I'm doing and be great or be build the effort to be great in everything that I'm doing at all times. So, um, talk a little bit about your daily schedule. It's insane. Um, because it's very systematic it and it's, yeah. So Monday through, through Friday, I live on a time block. So I'm up at five 30 every morning. I move from, uh, from wake up to my personal time. I walk downstairs, it's reflection. It's just uh, really about 15 minutes of just quietly having my coffee and just thanking, thanking God, thanking life, thanking everything yeah. for, for what I have. And then it moves to um, social media like time where I go on other people's stuff and I'm commenting and liking and just engaging to yeah. really figure out what everyone's doing in their life. Mm. It's not a business ploy, right? It's yeah. just me trying to be aware of everyone else. Yeah. Um, and then I, I shift to a couple other things in the morning. I work out every single morning and then I have family time before my kids go to school. After that I prep and bam, I'm gone in my office and then my, my day tasks throughout that. So yeah, th there's this common, th there's, there's this common thread amongst all top performers. It's a rock solid morning routine yeah. and this concept of gratitude, whether you're sipping your coffee and you're just doing your thing that sends, that sets the day. Yeah. Right? It sets you up for just to be grateful for the day. Yeah. And I think it's so easy, which is why so many people do it, just to highlight the, the deficiencies, what I don't have on a day-to-day -day basis. Yeah. But starting your morning off with what do I, what am I grateful for? Like yeah. something as simple as like, my pillow last night was amazing. <laughs> amazing, yeah. It just, it, yeah. the way it formed around my head, mm -hmm. that mindset though is huge. For people who struggle to have a mindset as rock solid as yours, what advice would you give them? Start small. You're like find the pillow. Yeah. Like honestly, like find the pillow. Like really <laughs> get a good night's that's, sleep is yeah. what he's saying. Yeah. That's, so that's amazing. Just understand that the tiniest thing is like the smallest thing you have today is everything you wished for yesterday. Yeah. Right? Like so just really <laughs> Yeah, I'm like yeah, I that was good. I know. Like, take that. I guess it's I guess it's being recorded. <laughs> so, so, right, so, well, you know. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so um and for me that's like I was telling a story before, like I used to be poor. I mean, I lived in half of a one car garage. Like I know, I legitimately know what it's like to say I'm hungry. So I'm now eating a stick of butter. Like that was my life. So it's very easy for me to be grateful for what I have. What I've found with kids is it's actually very hard for me to teach them to be grateful for what we have. Oh, yeah. Cause they've never not had it. Yeah. Right. Where like now we have this giant house and it's super nice and like, Oh my goodness, we have cars and fun. And, but if I don't ever want to fall into a place where I'm like, you know, there's a, you've seen Yellowstone, the show. Yeah. Okay. So one of the guys on Yellowstone, I forget his name, but every person that watches is going to be like, how did you forget this guy? He said, never something like never feel like you deserve it. And, and that's one of the ways that I'm always like full of gratitude because yeah. I never feel like I deserve it. And even if I'm like the high man on the totem pole, for me, it's like, dude, no, well, how do I learn? How do I get better? You've probably seen that for me here, right? Mm -hmm. Like I'm, every conversation I have is like, I, 
I want to get better. If I can give, I'm going to give. But, yeah. but I'm over there. I, I'm right over now. here yeah. noting. Yeah, so, yeah. How do you impart that to your team? Like, like, like is it, yeah, you're oh, right there. there. Yeah, no, I love like, it. This is not our see? first podcast yeah, together. Yeah. Jamming. But it's just like, in real estate, like the typical realtor, wow, yeah. there's unlimited earning potential. Mm -hmm. I have freedom and flexibility, which means like there's no accountability. Like, how do you break through that to be like, no, you got to like kill the eat. Yeah. So um, there's a couple ways. The first way is the very systematic, stringent, militant way. And that is we're an in-office team. I don't care if you can do this at home, you don't. Mm. If you wanna do it at home, I will love you on your way out. Like that's not who we are. We are in the office every single day or you're out there helping Showing clients, yeah. right? And the reason for that is not because I want you there. It's because when you're there, someone needed you there. And when you're not, someone needed you there. Yeah. So if it's all about you, oh, I don't feel like it, then you don't understand the concept of team. Like, that's not it. That's awesome. well, and yeah. I think that's also something that starts like in the interview process. It's not yeah. like it's not like you know they're on the team and you're like a month in. You're like, why haven't you been in the office? Yeah. Right. I'm sure that's a, a conversation that you're mm -hmm. having. Of hey, we're a high accountability team. This is what that looks like. You're yep. here Monday to Friday, unless you have appointments. And yep. like, I think we yeah. we all have teams, right? That's one of those things that like in the beginning you're like, huh? Like we do a huddle, but then like I ask them to come. Like if it's yeah. mandatory, it's mandatory, it's right? Mandatory. Like exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And we they sign an agent agreement that actually says the meetings that are mandatory, how many they have to be at per year, no matter what, and all that stuff. So that's the like systematic, very like in your face way. But everything else, I just put a video out a couple days ago, is live by example. Like everything else is, they're going to do what they see you doing. Yeah. So if I never show up, they're simply never gonna show up. Yeah. And, and I don't wanna be that person. I don't ever wanna be like, hey, make sure you're at the office and let's, but, but uh, I'm gonna sleep in today. Yeah. Like, no, <laughs> you know? He woke so, up at 5.31 instead of 5.30. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, just making sure that you're living, it sounds so cheesy and corny, but it is real, yeah. right? You're living by example, you're yeah. doing the things you want them to do, and then, and then it kind of flows and builds the culture. Yeah, so yeah. live and lead by example, right? Yeah. What advice would you give to a brand new agent just starting out right now? Like, you know, we're all into systems and processes, or processes. Processes. However, processes sounds right. so much cooler. So, so, so sorry. Sorry. Sorry about that. No doubt about it. <laughs> um, but what would, be, what would be like one solid piece of advice you would give to someone's like, you know, I want to be a realtor. Yeah. Um, can I give two? Absolutely. I, we really only wanted one, but two could. Okay, could so be I'll okay. just drop three. Yeah. Um, <laughs> step number one is the easy one join a team. I don't say that because I have a team. I say it because the average person will get a real estate license to be a realtor, and that's not the person that's uber successful. The person that's uber successful is the person that says, I want to own a business. Mm. We started this to be business owners, not real estate agents. I tell people all the time, we are business owners who happen to be in real estate. Yeah. And that's, that's what brings us here, yeah. right? And allow, allows us to expand and grow and develop in high, high quality stuff. But the other side of it is, um, when I started, I went to my very first office meeting, right? So by the way, I didn't join a team when I started, <laughs> but I say but I've been in business for 20 years in that yeah. time, you know, by the time. Yeah. So, um, so I went to my first office meeting. I said, you know, like true story. I said to everybody after it was done, I was so like let down by the office meeting. I said, I don't understand. Cause I feel like we should all be doing $50 million and taking vacations together. I didn't know these people. It's my first meeting and they broke out laughing at me. <laughs> like straight up broke out laughing at me. Two years later, guess who was doing $50 million? <laughs> yeah, right? Right. So, so my advice to that new agent is don't listen to anyone. 
Yeah. Don't, don't listen to anyone when they tell you what you can't do. And also don't listen to anyone when they tell you what you can do. Mm. You need to self-reflect, mm. right? Now I'm giving advice telling you don't listen. But it, it's, it's so like, that's an oxymoron. But the point yeah. is like, you have to self-reflect and say, what do I want? How much am I willing to go all in exactly. for it? Yeah. And then don't expect more than you're willing to give, mm. you know? Or you're willing to sacrifice. Like that's huge, right? It's, yeah. Everything's a bit sacrifices. You, yeah. We're all business owners. I think that's the the one thing that they don't teach you when they get when you get your license. It's yeah. like here, here's how to transact loosely. Mm -hmm. Why you fail is because you actually don't know how to operate a business. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. And you don't and you don't accept what it takes to operate a business. Yeah. You don't accept that sleep is just not your friend for a while. Yeah. Like that's just it. Like you're not going to be able to do your eight to twelve hours of sleep that you're used to. Because it takes so much of you. Do you ever get to a point where like, you can identify someone who's like, who's good? Who's yeah. really, really good. They just don't understand operationally what it takes. Mm -hmm. They'd be a really good agent. Like, how do you kind of distinguish that? Perf. I mean, I think that watching that you, are you asking me agents specifically? Yeah, agents specifically. Yeah. yeah. So uh, just watching people work, watching how they transact, watching what they do when they're in the office, things like that. Oh, yeah. And then where are they falling short? But then again, as a team leader, it is my job to pick that stuff up and then yeah. help lift them up. I always, and, and I talked about this before, but like the intention is to take the brand that these people are and elevate their brand. They will always live in our brand. So I do not need to try and tie their brand in mind. That'll naturally happen. It's lifting them up. But a lot of people, they think, well, you want to lift someone's brand up, so just think social. Or, but mm. it starts with how do you transact? Like you are operationally failing. Yeah. How do we make that better? Because your brand's going to be all those negative reviews you get from those clients because you were never communicating, you were never on time, you missed contingency dates and things yeah. like that. Yeah. We don't want that to be. So, A um, yeah. little bit of a change of subject, but really important question. How many pairs of shoes do you have? An astronomical amount. What's, um, your, what's your top three favorite pairs of shoes? Uh, well, these are new, and these are sick. these are my literally my number one favorite as yeah. of right now. It's the second day I've worn them, uh, and honestly, they look super cool, but they they're incredibly comfortable, That's which nice. was a concern really? when I got them. They don't look comfortable. No, they're online, amazing. Yeah. I'm sorry, you bought them online. Yeah, yeah, Taft.com, T-A-F-T. Yeah. Um, so th these, and then I've got a pair of pink and white Air Force Ones that love them. And then I've got a uh, pair of all black dress boots. Um, I don't even remember the name. I got them at Nordstrom and they're my third favorite. But my shoes, like it's ins like I have a shoe wall, <laughs> right? I have hats and shoes, that's yeah. my thing. You two are geeky I have a right shoe now. wall, yeah. 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 A shoe wall. And Hard hitting questions, I'm really nice. <laughs> right? So we just moved into our house a few months ago. I have boxes of clothes and shoes that haven't even made it into my closet wow. in my bedroom. And then in my garage, there's three boxes still of just shoes. In my wife's office, there's boxes of clothes. I have more clothes than all of my kids and my two kids and wife put together. Where did you get this like from? This affinity to like clothes? I love clothes, dude. Where? I don't I don't know. Really? I, yeah. Have you, have you always, always? No. No. I, I have three brothers and yeah. I was always the kid that like my mom would say, Well, I'm gonna get him this. Do you mind if we just get you this? And I'm like, Yeah, okay, because I didn't care. Okay. I yeah. didn't. Like I'll buy my shoes at Marshall's and they'll go to Foot Locker. Yeah. Right. And then one day I'm like, I got a little money. I'm going to Foot Locker. Um, that's yeah. nice. I'm going to Foot Locker, <laughs> yeah. right? And then, and I just love clothes. So uh, I love it. I love it. Uh, well, Phil, we're going to end off the podcast with a question that stumps every guest, and that is, Phil, it's your last day on Earth. What is the meal that you're having? Either you're preparing it or you're going to order it, eat in. What is it? My wife's dinner that she makes me every night. I eat the same meal five nights a week. Uh, it's couscous, filet, uh, and sweet potatoes. 
Uh, it is the best steak that I that I that I eat. I love it. I just love it. I love just something about how she makes it. Uh, and then I would I would add that I would have a side of my mom's spaghetti. Uh, wow. Hands down, I'm golden. What is it about your mom's spaghetti? I have a memory. Your whole body language is <laughs> Yeah, it's it's. Um, <laughs> Isn't it so cool how like food can bring back those yeah, memories? You just yeah. Yeah. And by the way, thank you because this is now one of my interview questions. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Um, so I don't have a lot of memories of when I was a kid, but one specifically, uh, I'm from New York and we used to live in Bayside. Uh, and I remember being in the kitchen and my mom taught me how she makes spaghetti. And I'm yeah. like four years old. Like this is an old memory. Yeah. Uh, and then she let me roll the meatballs. And I just, I remember it specifically and there's nothing like it. It yeah. just, to me, there's no spaghetti that tastes like it. Oh, and, I, and I'll and i make it, but it, it's, 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 not not that, it's, not it's not that at all, right? Um, but I'd have that and I think just, more important than what I'm eating is just like who I'm eating it with. Yes. So just having the people that I really, really love around me, not to mourn, not to be sad, but just to be thankful. So that's amazing. That's yeah. amazing. Well, Phil, you're the real deal. Thank no, you so thank much you. for sharing Appreciate your time you guys. with us. Uh, for the people who don't follow you right now, where should they go to check out? Uh, all social media platforms at Phil Gerdes, G-E-R-D-E-S. So every single one from YouTube to Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, all the same. Amazing, amazing. We appreciate you so much and we can't wait for you just to dominate yeah. the world. <laughs> Thank so you. Thanks so much for your time, Phil. Excellent. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Awesome. Appreciate it.